Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello beauties, welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host Estelle, your fierce and feminine BFF empowerment coach and the founder of Fierce Female Co, where we are all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you leave behind a basic life so you can embrace a life of fulfillment and purpose instead. Welcome to the show, guys. This episode is brought to you by my Fierce Meditation Bundle. It is a three-part meditation bundle to help you feel fierce, zen, and really inspired. And in this meditation, Meditations, we are helping you let go of all of the chatter of your monkey mind and escaping into that dream space so you can really start elevating and manifesting your desires. For me, guys, meditation is an absolute non-negotiable. I think I've been doing it now for about four years and if I miss a day, I totally feel it. And for me, it's just, it's that minimum. It's the one of the essentials that I have to do as part of my ritual um, to keep me going for the day and just to keep me connected to myself. And in this beautiful, free, fierce meditation bundle that you get access to, the three meditations are so powerful. One of them is all about cleansing and releasing unwanted energy. So it really is a beautiful cleansing and purification meditation to really release all of the energy and all of the all of the beliefs that aren't serving you, all that chit chatter in your mind that isn't isn't of purpose for you. And then the second meditation is all about stepping into the gratitude and positivity and really just looking at everything from a place of love and positivity. And the third meditation is all about reinvention and really letting go of the old version of you and stepping into your own unique version of fierceness. So you can grab these free meditations at fiercefemaleco.mykajabi.com slash elevation dash meditation dash bundle. You can also click the link in my show notes and it'll give you access to the free um, elevation meditation bundle. So enjoy guys. Okay. And this, this is such, I think this is a great time for me to share with you one of my fierce female tips of the week. And that is for me, it's really been about recently making those those mundane kind of everyday life things that we do and experience. And it's something that I really took to the next level this year in 2020 in COVID where, you know, so much of of our time was spent at home. So for me, that looks like making those everyday things fun, chic and experience like you know, thinking about it, thinking about those things that you do that you have to do every day. Maybe it's putting on your makeup in the morning, you know, and getting ready. I make sure I have some like bossa nova music playing in the background. I light a candle. I like to wear a fancy robe if I'm really getting into it and really just using that time as an experience as opposed to just like slapping on some foundation, you know, putting on some mascara and then and then jumping out of the, out of the bathroom, really kind of being making it a ritual and making it an experience. You know, when you're drinking your coffee in the morning, instead of just like gulping down your coffee, maybe grab a fancy coffee cup 
um, maybe really pay attention, be mindful, um, make it a really kind of chic experience that you're drinking from your fancy coffee cup, you know, when you're when you're working, if you're working from home, you know, have essential oils um, in the background, maybe some Kundalini music, like anything that you can do to make those everyday things more of an experience. Like I know for me, cleaning I'm either cleaning, listening to a podcast, or when I'm cleaning, I'm being really, really mindful. And I actually find things like washing the dishes or even vacuuming sometimes a bit of a therapeutic experience because I'm just not thinking about anything. And so when that comes up, so when things come up for me, it's normally my intuition and it's normally like random downloads because I'm not overthinking. So just try to really you know, even just write down a list of what are those, what are those things that you do every day that are kind of just like boring, boring things that you do and how can you, how can you spruce them up? How can you make them more of an experience and ritualize those everyday things? That's the Fierce Female Tip of the Week, guys. Let me know how you go. I always love to hear your feedback and the tips that you've been implementing from this from this um, podcast. You can always DM me at Fierce Female Co. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, and a fierce female shout out. So I'm definitely going to shout out today the Summer Fridays are in our mask. And especially because in this episode, we do touch on beauty quite a bit. So I thought this only well suited for me to shout out this brand because in particular, this mask, like I'm absolutely obsessed with. Not only is it just gorgeous packaging, but it smells so good. It feels really luxurious on my skin. And I probably use this mask at least once a week. And I just feel like it really is, it really just calls in that luxe vibe, like self-care to the next level. So I think it's just such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful product. And the fact that you can leave it on your skin and then wake up in the morning. And I just, I just notice such a difference in my skin when I use this product. So check it out. It's the Summer Fridays R&R mask. It's super chic. All right, guys, I'm so excited about this episode because we have the gorgeous Sophie Von Merricks and she's a multi-passionate business owner and she's a beauty and mindset queen. And really in this episode, we go so, we touch on so many things and I think all in all, it's just so inspiring and um, yeah, really inspiring and motivating and the way that she shares her journey, the way that she is just so vulnerable and so real and for me, I just find it super, super inspiring. And also there are so many practical things that you can take away and really implement in your life, as well as those deep reflective kind of insights that we touch on as well. So in this episode, we dive into the power of pivoting in your business. We talk about how to truly be a multi-passionate entrepreneur, rearranging your mindset from self-doubt and perfectionism to confidence and inspired action, tips and tools for new mums trying to navigate business and motherhood, embracing a new version of you as a mom and entrepreneur, how to navigate beauty and self, no, how to integrate beauty and self-care, even if you're super pressed for time and fun and chic beauty hacks and rituals to really up-level your look. So guys, I love this episode because we really talk talk about so many different areas, but it all is so relevant. And I just know you're going to love this conversation with the beautiful Sophie Von Merricks. So enjoy beauties and we'll catch you soon. Hello, everybody. What's up? Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. Today, we have the gorgeous Sophie Von Merricks here with us on the show, and she is a beauty and mindset queen teaching women how to upgrade their beauty routine and bank account. She is a multi-passionate entrepreneur with a suite of businesses, a side mum, and 
side mum, a new mum, and she's here to I'm help women. <laughs> and she's here to help women create the beautiful life that they love. Welcome to the show, Sophie. Oh my God. I have to say like, that's just the best intro I've ever had. Thank you so much. <laughs> my pleasure. Except for side mom. I literally could not stop laughing as soon as I said that. Is that well, sometimes a as a Sometimes as a business owner, you might feel like a side mom. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> seriously. Oh, so funny. Thank you so much for being here on the show. I'm so excited to have you. We were chatting earlier and I was just I was mentioning before that this is such a full circle moment because Sophie was literally, you were the first coach that I ever hired and you showed me a whole new world. Like literally, I was just like, what is this life? What is this world? Who are these people? (laughs) I was so drawn to you and your brand and your message and the way that you were just like this super down to earth, attractive young girl who was like wanted to create beautiful things in life and wanted to have a beautiful life that was so unapologetic about it. and I, yeah that's what I want man what Let, let's do this and so I'm just I'm so excited to have you on the show because it just feels like a beautiful moment I know it really is and look like we opened Pandora's box and you took it and ran with it and <laughs> look what you've done with it it's amazing so you really like you here's the thing a lot of people see that uh see that possibility, but just decide, oh, that's not for me or, oh, I can't do that. But you really took it and created it and made your own. So hats off to you, Estelle. Oh, thanks, babe. That means a lot. That means a lot. Well, I'm so excited to dive into these questions with you and let's start with our rapid fire questions. Yes. Um, So firstly, Sophie, what's your favorite Beyonce song? Oh my gosh. Uh, I love the Lemonade album so much. And I think my favorite song off of that is Sorry. Like, I just feel it's the ultimate, like bossy, I don't need you middle fingers up. I deserve better for myself. Like I, I turn that on in the car all the time and I just go off and it's like, it's a breakup song, but I just love it. I love her vibe in it. It is such a good song. I'm actually really obsessed with the Lemonade album as well. I feel like you sometimes get divided groups, like old Beyonce, new Beyonce, but I really love that album. Oh, I love that album shook me. I love it so much. Did you watch the, um, like the movie? I watched it all. I watched it all 20 times. (laughs) I I mean, and then I like watching, I was in Miami when she did Coachella and I had no idea what the deal Mm. was going to be, but um, it's so much later, but I was up at three in the morning watching the live stream and I was having an out of body experience and I just could not get over it. Um, So I just love her so much. Totally, totally resonate. Totally, totally. Oh, so cool. And so Sophie, what's your morning ritual look like right now? I know you had to have a little one, but I'd love to know, (laughs) do you even have one? Like, what is that? What does that look like? Yeah. So I definitely have one. It doesn't always go perfectly, but here I'll kind of like spell it out for all you guys, just in case you're wondering how a morning ritual might look <laughs> when you're a new mom. So my daughter wakes up often really early, like 5 a.m. Wow. So what I, what I do is I feed her, I put her back to sleep. I can usually get her back to sleep. And then I go to back to my bed and I put on a quick meditation. So th- something I do every day is meditate. So I put on, um, I love the breathe app, B R E E T H E I think. And they have like a meditation of the day. I never have to think about it. And I just like select the meditation of the day. It's always around like nine or 10 minutes. And I just like lay in bed and I listen to that and I might doze off at the end or I might not, but I, I've already gotten my meditation in for the day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then from there, I'll like kind of maybe sleep a little bit more and then she'll wake up and then 
I get up and get my daughter breakfast. And then my husband sits with her and eats. And then I like take a pre and probiotic. I get a liter of water. I put like a scoop of greens or a scoop of collagen or something in it. Cause I like to like make my water work for me a little bit more <laughs> than mm-hmm. usual. I'll like chug some and then I go move my body. So I like to do, um, while my daughter eats breakfast, my husband, I'll do a quick workout with, um, I love Melissa Wood health. I love her app. She also, again, you'll kind of notice a trend with me. Like, I don't want to think or choose anything. So like she has a weekly schedule and it's like Monday, there's this workout Tuesday, there's this workout. So I don't have to think about it. So I just move my body for like 15 to 30 minutes, just depending on the day. And it's all stuff I can just do like in my daughter's room or in the living room or whatever with like, you know, ankle weights or, you know, just easy stuff. So I can Mm. do it right there. And that's kind of a trend with being a mom. You just kind of have to like get it in where you can. So I do that. And then I literally take like five minutes and do a quick journal. And I use this journal called the collective manifest journal. And I love it because it's got space for like everything I personally find I need to like get clear my head for the day. So I'll do like a few gratefuls. And then I do a quick to-do list of like my top three priorities for the day, or I'll write out like 10 ideas I have or 10 people I want to connect with. And then it's also got this like blank space where I'll do like a little journaling from whatever I need that day. It might be like affirmations, or I might like have crazy thoughts in my head. So like write them all down and rearrange and reframe them. Or I might like hype myself up or, or like, you know, write about my future. It's just kind of like whatever, whatever, like personal development tool I feel inspired to use that day. And I just like do that really quick. And then I feel like my ritual's done. Like I've filled myself up for the day and sometimes it doesn't happen in perfect order, but like, that's how it would be if it was, you know, on the days where it goes really good, that's how it goes. And that's the ritual for the morning. (laughs) Firstly, that is so beautiful. I love that you touched on like so many different elements. And, And it's funny that you said that the consistent theme is like the fact that you don't have to think about it. And I just think that's so good because we, there are so many decisions that we need to make. And sometimes you just get decision fatigue, especially when you're waking up at 4.30 a.m. And totally. you know, it's just like, <laughs> let's do the simple, let's just someone tell me what to do and I will do it. And that's it. I'm all about being, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm all about being told what to do in like these little areas. Like, tell me what to wear, tell me what to eat. Tell, like, I, I also, I eat like the same thing every single day for most meals. I you know, I, I order like meal prep service for my meals. So like, again, they tell me what to eat. That's the key I think as a mom, or even just as an entrepreneur, like outsource as many decisions as you can. (laughs) I think that is so important because those things, like we don't realize how those little things turn into big things in our mind because we get so overwhelmed by having to think about what to cook tonight or having to think about if we're going to oh, work out, when we're yeah. going to work out, what we're going to do. It really does take up so much yeah. like the creative space in our brain. Yeah. And I want to, I want to use that energy where it matters and where it counts. So yeah, I've mm. learned to outsource everything possible that I can in terms of decisions. Love that. Oh, so good. Okay. And, and Sophie, what's a, or who is a fierce female that you are crushing on right now and why? You know what? It's like, there's so many people I get inspired by. And I have to say in the company I work at, there's so many just like regular women who aren't like, don't have a huge following, don't do anything, but they're just killing it and killing it in their own way. And I love that. But I would say people that people would know, I'm really inspired right now by all the female founders in the beauty space. Like I love Mariana Hewitt who does summer Fridays. I love, um, I love like, uh, what's her name? 
oh my God, Emily Weiss, I think she does Glossier. And I even just listened the other day to, um, yeah, Mariana Hewitt's Mariana Hewitt has a podcast now and she interviewed Bobby Brown. And I loved hearing about how like Bobby Brown built her business from like the suburbs, like with, you know, young kids at my exact age. And she would be like on the phone with editors in New York. And, um, she, you know, was pretending kind of not to be this suburban soccer mom and try to be this makeup mogul, but that's how she built her business. And now she's kind of reinventing the wheel and, and doing like the direct to consumer thing that so many people are doing. So I just love all of the female founders that are out there doing their thing. And I'm really inspired by moms right now. So I love like Sivan Ayla. And I just love like all these people who are kind of a little bit more like closer to where I am in my life. And it just kind of gives me proof that you can do it as a mom. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I love that. That's like, you're calling on inspiration that you can connect with right now. Cause it's relatable. Yeah, definitely. And you yeah. definitely need those we need those at every stage of our lives. Totally. Oh, I have to check out Marianne Hewitt's podcast. I did not know that. Yeah, she just launched it and she's and she's interviewing all these female founders. So it's really, I'm just loving it so far. Oh, okay. Have to dive in. So good. Um, so Sophie, I would love for you to share with us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and like how you because you've had such a journey and how you broke out of your nine to five and then started your own business and pivoted. And that's something that I, I think is so important. This conversation is like just how you've pivoted so much and evolved into what you do now. And so I would love if you could just talk to us a little bit about that. Totally. So I'll give you like the cliff notes version, I guess um, okay. I'll do my best, but basically I, when I was at my nine to five, I really dreamt of working for myself. And, you know, I was seeing, it was around the time that all the bloggers excuse me, all the bloggers started to come out and that whole world started to explode. And I'm a Scorpio. So I love to stalk people. Like I'm a, I'm really good at it too. So I just started stalking all these female entrepreneurs and female bloggers and just kind of, I just wanted to learn everything about them and how they got to where they were and what they did. And something with stalking is when you stalk someone long enough and I, you guys, I'm, I'm being like a little facetious. I'm not being like a creepy, you know, stalker, but I I'm just like doing my research, you know, mm. doing a deep dive. And when you get to know people or you really take a look at them, you just see how everyone out there doing something, a really doesn't know what they're doing. They're just going for it. And B you know, they're not perfect. They're not, they never, like no one has this like easy way. So what happened for me when I started stalking enough, I started to go, Oh, these people aren't really that much different than me. I could do this too. And I really just asked for a situation at my job. I was like, I wanted to leave. I felt I couldn't leave. So I literally asked the universe. I was getting really into manifesting. I was like, just like, (laughs) give me a way to get out of this. A few months later, I got my way. Um, you know, I had a situation come up at work that basically it was just such an ego bruise for me to stay any longer that I couldn't stay. So I decided to quit my job without a plan. I literally had no plan and I just went for it. Um, I didn't necessarily start my coaching business right away, but I was like, I'm going to make it on my own. I talked to my network. I got, I did design and branding jobs. Like I never went to school for that, but I had a, I had Photoshop on my computer and I just like figured it out. I got a job as like, I went from like a management job. I have like a business degree. I would, I got a part-time job at a linen store, like a luxury linen store selling freaking bed sheets. You guys, it was the most mind numbing thing, but I was just like, I want to start my own business and I just want to be able to pay my bills, you know? So I just wanted to have something. I got a job as a fit model. Like I just had all these stupid jobs so that I could Mm -hmm. use my, my energy 
to put towards my business when I went home. I wasn't burnt out by thinking and doing all day, you know? So That's I did that. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I did that. And then I, I was like, okay, I want to start this coaching business, but I was really in my feelings about it. And I realized I needed help. So I ended up hire. I found a coach, I hired her and the rest is really history from there. I mean, with her help, I just had like the guidance I needed to make it happen and the push. And I replaced like my corporate income the first month I launched. And then I like went on to have a five figure month, a couple months later, and it just kind of took off from there. And so that's what I was doing. That's where I met you. I had a course. I, you know, I was doing all this stuff. I was launching courses, working with one-on-one clients, like really helping them build their own businesses too. And then five years in, like probably four years in, I was starting to feel just like a little, I don't know, just like a little, I needed a change. Like I was just learning things about myself. Like, okay, I like this. I don't like this. Like this part of the job burns me out. Like I want to do this in a different way. But when I had my baby, I just decided, okay, this is the time to shift. And I had some friends working that I met through coaching, actually working through, working with this, um, anti-aging hair and skin company. And they were doing really well. Like they were, you know, they've been doing it for a couple of years. They were like millionaires with the company. And I was just like, well, I know they, we all come from the same place If they're doing, it, I can do it too. And it just seemed really fun and simple. And it kind of took everything out of my business that I didn't like and left all the stuff I did like. And I just thought, well, let's try. So I'm doing that now. Like I'm, you know, I'm working and helping people. Yes. Like upgrade their beauty routines and their bank accounts literally. And it's just so fun. And and over the past, like this last year, I've been able to basically shut down my coaching business. And now I work with this company and I love it. And it's just been amazing. And I like, I'm still coaching people to build businesses. I'm working in the beauty space, which I really love and I'm passionate about. And it just is more, it's really simplified my life and my business to like make it so that I can be more present with my daughter so that I can just like free up a lot of space energetically. And it just feels like the right move. So that's what I'm doing right now. And that's how it's evolved. That's the cliffs notes. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much, Sophie, because I think, I think the thing that really stood out for me is that it didn't like, it was an alignment for you when you were at that stage where you're working your nine to five and then you figured it out and you're starting a coaching yeah. business. And that was an alignment for you. That was your path. But then things started to shift and it didn't mean that that was, that was wrong or that was bad or it was just you were evolving and you were looking at how can you start to align your life with what you wanted to be. And part of that was to simplify things. And I just think that is so, that's so, that's so powerful because we often just get so overwhelmed when we start to see things differently. We think there's something wrong with us. Mm -hmm. I know. And I think as an entrepreneur, you can like, you really just put so much of yourself into this business that when things change, yeah, you almost feel, oh my gosh, can I do this? But no one questions if you leave a job after five years, right? Like nobody questions Mm. that. And it's very common, I think, for men to build a company and then sell it and move on to the next. Do you know what I mean? But I think for women, like we tend to put things, it's so much from our heart that it can be hard to almost change your identity in that way. But the second I just kind of, eased up a bit and looked at this as, Hey, it's no big deal. People change their jobs all the time. People come into different life circumstances. And sometimes you get sick of things that you once were really passionate about. And that really, that just happened to me. And I'm okay with that. And 
I think the biggest gift you can give yourself is to just not be stuck in any sort of way, like let yourself be fluid and be able to pivot. And I'm just kind of on the flow of my life. I'm, I'm willing, I'm not holding on too tightly to anything. Like I love this beauty business right now, but if, and I'm devoted to it and I have a vision, but if I'm called to pivot in some way or I, or I start pivoting the way I do it, I'm open to that too. I'm not stuck in anything. Yeah. I love that. That's so powerful. And and so that's also kind of leads me to, you know, you've always been quite multi-passionate in terms of, you know, mm-hmm. being a businesswoman. And I feel like society really forces us to just do the one thing <laughs> and be good yeah. at that one thing. And then if you're passionate about other things, it's like, you're not taking it seriously. You're not fully committed. And I would just love for you to speak to that because there are so many, like what advice would you give to the multi-passionate woman who wants to do a bunch of things, but is mm-hmm. feeling perhaps overwhelmed or pressure by society to just commit to that one thing. Well, I think there's a time and place for everything. I think it's number one, I think it's really attractive for someone who, you know, let's say you have a graphic design business or you're a graphic designer and you're building a brand online. It doesn't mean you can only post about graphics and branding and, Mm. you know, things related to that. I, I follow a graphic designer. She's like, she does aerialist classes and she posts about that. And, you know, she's into clean beauty. And then she also shares like branding and graphics tips. And, you know, that's kind of one way she can integrate like a multi, her multi-passionate self. Like you are not a one-dimensional person. Like we're all these multi-dimensional people with different sides to us. And I think it's really attractive to share all those sides. Like I'm a mom, I'm into clean beauty. I like, um, you know, I, I like, uh, housewives, vegan food or housewives and wine. And like, you know, it's fun to share all those parts, but I think another side of that is someone, yeah, you have so many projects you want to work on and so many different business ideas and all these things. And I think the biggest advice I've ever heard around that is like, you're going to eat many delicious meals in your lifetime. Okay. Like, so there's a time and a place for each of them. You want to space them out. You don't want to eat them all in one day or even one year. So just like, if you have all these dreams and goals and things you want to do with your career, just work on, like, doesn't mean you, you give them up. Just like pick the one you feel most excited to work on right now. The main thing you want to focus on and just like do that. And then like, see it through a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't use things as a distraction is what I'm saying. So I try to look at it that way. I wouldn't want to eat every delicious meal in one sitting. It'll make me sick. I want to space them out over my life. I have time. I have a whole life ahead of me and I want to live my life as if I do have a whole life ahead of me, but I'm not against the hustle either. And like working on it. So think like, you just kind of have to look at what you're trying to do. And sometimes it's like, am I trying to work on so many projects to avoid something because I'm scared or am I just really excited? And I'm like fearful that I don't have enough time. So I'm trying to do them all at once. Mm. Just pick the, pick the thing you're excited to work on now, you know, try to have only like three main things you're working on at one time. Cause you just don't want to spread yourself too thin. You know, 100%. Um, it's like, you get to have the creme brulee, you know, you get to have it. If that's the most exciting for you, you get to have that now, but then you get to have all the other desserts as well. Just not in this one moment. Yeah. Like don't trick yourself into thinking you have FOMO and you have to do it all at once. Just like pick the one that feels most exciting to eat right now. Same thing. You might go to a restaurant and there's like a million dishes you want to try. You don't need to get them all in one sitting, like come back later. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm <laughs> you getting know? very hungry from this conversation. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> so yeah, good. So that's always helped me. Such good advice. Such good advice. And, and like, I think also on that point, like, I feel like being multi-passionate, it's like, 
as you, I think we just have to expect that of ourselves because like, as we evolve, as we grow and as things and shit happens in our life, we're going to become a different person. So we will naturally Mm -hmm. have different interests, whether that flows onto business or personal, it's just like a natural part of evolvement of being a human, right? Yeah, totally. Like just be here to grow, be on the growth game. Note that you're going to have many stages of your life. And yeah, it's just, I, I'm just trying to do the things that excite me the most. Like, especially when you're entrepreneurial mindset, you have so many ideas. It's like, okay, but what do I actually care about? So let's just do the things I mainly care about. It's usually only a couple of things. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And, and I think also I've noticed one thing with you. I've always noticed actually one thing with you, Sophie, is that you have, you're really good when it comes to just like, you're very self-aware and you're very good at rearranging your mindset in order to serve you and just noticing when blocks are coming up for you. And I would love if you could share, I guess, one belief that you felt was really holding you back and how you rearranged it in order to serve you. Yeah. I think like one sticky belief for me that has kind of like come up at many times throughout my journey online is like, you know, wanting people to see me a certain way or like think I all have it all together or, um, even just like, and I think that comes from a place of worthiness. I think I I learned from, I I don't know if you know whom I think her name's Melissa, Marissa Pierre. She's a like celebrity hypnosis Uh, expert. Her whole thing is like, I have all of our problems come down to, I am not enough. Like that's like Mm. the weird belief that we have. And so I, and I think like wanting to be perceived, like I'm an Enneagram three. I don't know if you're familiar with Enneagram, but it's like kind of a personality type quiz thing. And it's all about like the achievement, the perfectionist, all these things. And I definitely have that in me. And that's kind of been a sticky thing along the way, because it doesn't let me be vulnerable and connect with people and just like be real about where I am in my journey. And I, there's been times where I'm like, Oh, this is just like super ego. It's honestly boring. Like I want, I have wanted people to think that I have it together, but like real talk, I'm messy, just like everyone else. Like I'm just figuring it out. And I think like one way that one thing that I do to rearrange, and this is like one of those practices I do in my journal every day is I literally like, I do exactly what you said. I rearrange my thoughts. So I write down like the crazy ones I'm having, like, oh my God, they're going to think I'm a mess. They're going to realize I'm not that good once they see who I am. And I literally just take that and I like, how I rearrange it is I just like rewrite the conversation I'm having with myself and Mm. see my thoughts in a new light. So I might write like, yeah, they might realize I'm a mess, but they'll like me for it because we're all kind of a mess and we're all figuring it out. And when I'm, and if I'm being totally honest with myself, like I've done pretty well for being kind of messy and <laughs> it just gets better and better. And so like, I just kind of own it and like lessen that charge. And I mean, when you can see your crazy thoughts in a new light, it's life-changing and it just doesn't have power over you anymore. And I go, okay, like I might've been scared that people are going to see I'm a mess, but I'm going to move forward anyways, because that's what it takes. And so I, I like, I like look like shedding light or giving light to the things that are kind of dark in my head. I put them on paper and I just choose to change my perspective on it. Mm. I love that. Cause it's, it's so much about like, you're taking the power back yeah. as, as opposed to your mind going, going crazy and just taking you in all these different directions. But also I love that. I actually remember one of the things that I learned, I think you're, I think you introduced this to me tapping 
and ages ago and I feel like that for something like I feel like I'm similar to you the first thing I like to do is to rearrange the thoughts on paper because I'm just like that you know I want to feel it I want to like write it down I want to feel like I'm letting it out but then I feel like that tapping is also such a beautiful way to release but also admit how you're feeling because I think sometimes we can be so close we can be so quick to like oh no that's not the truth I know that's not true and let's be positive and no but like let's actually just sit with that for a moment and and look into that for a second before we start to rearrange it yeah because you'll notice like and I love tapping I should have mentioned that I haven't been doing it as much I say I like to do that before bed that's like more of a a nighttime ritual um but like for me it is but you'll notice like I didn't say like you're not a mess you're perfect I'm like yeah I'm a mess it's okay like everyone is you know you just kind of like own it and it doesn't Mm. have to have power over you you know so I yeah I don't try to like before I used to be like oh don't even say those bad words but I just feel like it for me, it's so healing to just be like, okay, this is what I think. It's probably a crazy thought. I would never let a friend or my daughter or something like get away with hot talking this way about themselves. So like, what is the, what is the hype talk I would give them? And I just give that to myself. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. So good. And it's so important for us to to have these little tools at our disposable. So when the moment does come, because it hits us at all different moments what are like the small things we can do to share that so I think that's perfect and I love that you do tapping at night yeah it just honestly it knocks me right out it's like any crazy thoughts I was having throughout the day I just kind of I almost fall asleep after every like right away every time (laughs) love it love it and speaking of falling asleep or like not having enough sleep can we talk about motherhood (laughs) and running your own business because I think that is just I mean we could have dived into that the whole time right but I feel like that is that would have been such a shift for you huge and I I don't know maybe because I don't follow um, enough people in this space but I feel like maybe it's not something that's spoken enough and so I would just love if you could share a little bit about I guess what lessons you have learned on your journey whilst being a mom and new mom and running your own business and maybe what advice you can share for new moms who have a business but also want to spend that quality time with their family but then don't want to necessarily just like turn a blind eye to everything they've created yeah I think like a few things I've learned is number one just like have the grace for yourself like for the next few years you have the gift of being there like with your child so like don't you know, I know as entrepreneurs, we have like a lot of these ambitious goals and all these things. Like it might be a little slower for the next couple of years, or it might take off. Like it does, but just have the grace that like you are like, don't try to be everything for everyone. Like I, and I kind of had to accept that like, oh, I might not be able to hustle as hard as I did in the past because I want to be present with my daughter. So just know that like your routine is massively going to change for a few years, but like you'll roll with it. And a lot of people grow even more after they have their baby. So that was a big thing for me. Just like, just have the grace that, you know, things might not be as at, as aggressive of a timeline as they have been in years past. And that's been a lesson for me at least. And then I think like, um, Yeah. Some of the things we've talked about, like outsource or like get rid of anything you're just tolerating in your business, like, because you just won't have the time or the space or the energy for it. When like, 
there were things like around like working in my back end and even just like managing contractors and stuff. I just did not have the patience for it. And I just, you know, either find someone to do it for you or change the business model. Like do, don't be afraid to pivot. That's the other thing. Like, so we talked about that too. Don't be afraid to pivot, like change up the way you're doing things. Like don't be a tree, um, stuck in the mud, like be flowy, kind of go with the motion. So that's kind of how I ended up pivoting my whole business is just because I was like, okay, I'm open to doing things in a totally new way. And then I would say like, definitely have boundaries with your phone and computer, just because you can work from your phone doesn't mean you should work all the time. And I definitely like, you know, there are times where I'm like, okay, I'm really on the phone with my daughter. Like it's a blessing and it's a curse. So I really like really work hard to like put the phone completely away and like really be present with her when I'm with her, be at the park, just be there. I used to like listen to podcasts all the time and like be on calls, you know, while she was around. I think when they're younger, you can do that. But now I really work really hard to just like be focused on one thing at a time and be really present. And then I would say like, if you're someone who really is serious about holding on to your entrepreneurial dreams and keeping your business going, you absolutely need to have help. So even though you can stay home with your kids, like you need to either have a family member or your husband or a nanny or daycare. And like, it doesn't have to be 40 hours a week, but you need to have that structured time where you can really focus on your business. And honestly, I'm still figuring that out. Like I, especially during COVID it's kind of like up in the air, a lot of things, but I'm lucky, like I don't have family around, but I'm really lucky that my husband has a flexible schedule. So like, we're pretty busy, but we just like get in the calendar, schedule things like, okay, I'm going to work for this four hour stretch on these days, like you'll have her and we just kind of do it that way. But daycare is definitely in the future very soon. So just don't think that, just don't think you can do this totally alone. And I know people probably do it, but I just feel like you don't need to be that hard on yourself. So get support where you can get it. Those are all such good pieces of advice. Like I, I think especially like, outsourcing and setting boundaries so so necessary because I think sometimes like and I'm not I'm not a mom so I wouldn't know right but I I feel like sometimes we set these expectations of ourselves right and we feel that we have to do all of it and if we're not doing all of it then we're failing yeah we're not a good mom or we're not good in business or we've neglected that part of ourselves and that's why I love how you started off with being like give yourself some grace and accept yourself and accept where you're at and accept this time and that like that doesn't mean that things are going to fall to shit but that just means that this might be your priority at the moment that you know so you're going to have to change and shift the way that you see things yeah it's like when your baby comes or at least for me I was like oh my gosh this is my life forever and don't get me wrong. I loved it, but you're also Mm. like, things just change so much. It's so all consuming, but you just realize, no, this really isn't forever. They grow so quickly and you know, they're going to be in school before I know it. And my life is going to be totally different then too. So yeah, just kind of rolling with it and don't be as an entrepreneur, like, don't be afraid to keep going, like stay in the game for sure. I, I think it's been really useful for me, but also it's okay to, you know, just be a mom too (laughs) for a little bit and make that your first priority. Um, first and foremost, you know, love it, love it, love it. And like embracing a new version of yourself fully as a mom. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Love it. And so how do you like prioritize your self-care and your beauty whilst being a mom? Cause I feel like that's something that I notice um, a lot of my clients that are moms say that it's really hard for them to prioritize their self-care and their beauty whilst being a mom. And that doesn't, and so therefore, because they're not doing that, they don't feel like they're taking care of themselves and, and all of these kind of reasons as to why that they can't, but even though time is limited, how can we, how can we make it work? Because how, like, I think it's so important for us to take care of ourselves whilst being a mom, right? Yeah. And I think we all have our own minimums. Like mm. you have your baseline minimums, right? Everyone does like for some people and I'm no judgment, but like some people are like, oh yeah, like I just won't you know, I, I don't have time to brush my hair, so I'm just not going to do it. Or yeah. yeah, like I don't, I have absolutely no time to work out. And then you talk to the next person and like, they're like, I absolutely don't have time to not work out. Like I must work out. Um, I think something, I, what I'm saying is I think something I've realized is you can feel like you don't have time to do the things that are going to make you feel good, but it's actually doing the things that make you feel good are going to give you that much more time. So I guess like why I kind of focus on those three things in the morning, like meditation, movement, um, and the journaling, I definitely had to pare down my routine for sure. For sure. Like I used to go see a personal trainer and I'd be working out for two hours and I used to do like a, sorry, you can probably hear my daughter crying. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just kind of like pause for a sec. Um, uh, you know, I do the, um, I used to journal for a lot longer. Now it's like a five minute, like just go for it kind of thing. Um, but those are my bare minimums. And there's been days where there's been days or even weeks where I don't do that stuff. And I just see how my mood is. I see how my productivity is. I see how like, sorry. No, don't feel like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just see how all of that stuff suffers as a result. So I guess I'm at the kind of place where it's like, I don't have time not to do it because I am working towards a future for myself and my family. And I just, you know, I've, my husband and I, between the two of us, we found a way to make it work. And I think you just have to find that way to make it work for you. And it might not be what it once was, but you just have to find a way. Like if you're like, I need to do personal development every day, but you don't have time. Your personal development might be like, read an inspirational quote from a card next to your bed before you go pick up your crying baby or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. your personal development for the day. Yes. Your, your meditation might be three minutes of breathing after you literally go to the washroom. And I'm not even kidding. I know it's crazy, but like, you've just got to find your way, like your, your minimum. Cause we all like brush our teeth every day. And, you know, I make my bed without fail. And so I also do these other things now because I just don't feel good unless I do them. And I don't feel good unless I do like a little five minute beauty routine. Like I know how I feel when I catch myself in the mirror, I don't feel motivated to like show up in my business or connect with people. And it's just like, I, I don't want to leave that to chance, you know? So I just have to do it. It's like, that's my job. It's my job. Like you don't, if you don't feel like going to work, you still go in for your nine to five, right? Like you, you still do. You're like, Oh, I won't get paid if I don't go in. But my job as an entrepreneur is I need to show up in my business. So I've got to take care of myself. I have to feel confident and presentable. And it's, you know, I just have found the minimum requirement that it takes me to do that. And I've pared things down so I can get it done quickly. And what's your minimum requirement? Like when it comes to beauty, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Like I, I definitely have like my five minute beauty routine of like, I put on some CC cream. I always like brush my hair. I have like little hacks. I do like to do my hair at night while the baby's sleeping. And then I wear it mm. up in like a little bun in my sleep. And then I let it down and then it's all ready to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, yes. I do that kind of stuff. I definitely like wear mascara and put on like some tinted lip oil or lip gloss or something. And I definitely like, you know, I have like a cute, but comfy, comfortable outfit that I'll put on. And I just like, those are my bare minimums. Do you know what I mean? In mm-hmm. addition to those other things, but I basically my bare minimum is like, how can I like get on camera and feel and look cute and be a good representation of myself and my business. And like, that's what I do every day. And I do it you know, whether my baby is like into it or not, and I'll get her involved in the routine and we just make it happen. So cute. I love it. And so small little things that you can do. And what I'm like noticing the theme is like, it's not like everything drops off. It's just like you're doing them at a way lower level. So you're not doing the full 15 minute makeup situation. You're doing like a few minutes, you know, and you're doing those small things that still make you feel put together, but it's, yeah, it's your minimums. I love it. That's so good. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, it's just like the essentials. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's kind of like not, I just kind of do the things that I find products and um, techniques and things that are just really effective as well. Like give you kind of the most quote unquote bang for your buck um, in terms of me feeling good. And I just stick to that stuff. Yeah. Love it. And so what would you say is like your favorite beauty hack right now? Like if you're pressed, like you gave us a few, but can you give us one more maybe when you're pressed for time, but you still want to look chic? Yeah, I think like, okay, I'll give you two. So I love, I feel like brushing up my brows just lifts up my entire face. So I use like this, um, it's actually a hair product. It's a hair taffy. And I use just like a little brow spoolie or a mascara spoolie. And I brush my brows up and they, it just makes you look really like bushy awake and your brow, it makes you look younger because people who are younger have like quite nice bushy brows usually. So I brush them up and you can, you don't have to use a a hair taffy. You can use like glycerin soap, or there's like some brow wax products. I just find like I I have the taffy. So, and I, I love it for my hair and it works really well on my brows. So I do that. And I feel like it just like almost gives you a facelift really and truly to do it. And then I think my favorite hair hack is like, you know, I, I always put my, I do my hair at night or, and I do it in a way that when I take it out in the morning, cause I have straight hair, it looks like just really like naturally wavy and full of body. So I put in a little dry shampoo and like massage it through. And I put a little bit of the hair taffy at like, kind of like my front pieces. So like it can kind of hold a shape and texture and I'll put some texturizing spray a little bit in the roots. And then I kind of like roll it all up into a loose bun and use a scrunchie to secure it. And when I wake up in the morning, it just has like these really nice, like full of body waves. And I just feel really nice and put together. And I didn't even have to do anything after I woke up. Oh, that is so good. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah. do you put a bit of the dry shampoo? So your hair, because your hair, like a um, to absorb like the moisture and the oil throughout the night. Um, yeah, like a a little bit, a little bit of that. Like I definitely work it in a little bit. So Mm -hmm. it's not like just sitting there absorbing, but I just find it helps to like, it helps my hair can be kind of like slippery a little bit. So it just gives it something to hold on to. If that makes sense. Like I, I can, I can shape it a little bit more by doing that. 
Yeah. If yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So you could cool. also just like spray your hair a little damp, like just slightly so mm-hmm. that when you roll it up into the bun, it kind of takes on the shape. So that's another option as well. Such a good hack. I feel like when my hair yeah. is done and for me, it's also like having like a tan. I feel like when I have a tan Ooh, and my hair yeah. is just like relaxed, loose waves, that's it ready to go yeah, perfect beachy and <laughs> yeah. ready to go I love that <laughs> so good oh I love it I love it um Sophie so we're gonna go to the final segment of the podcast episode which is behind the scenes it's where we like to get a little bit deeper and a little bit more real and I would love if you could just share with us a recent situation where you experienced self-doubt and how you moved through that yeah I mean real talk I feel self-doubt every single day. Like, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's, I think it's really easy to kind of go, you know, I'll give a a specific example. Last month, I didn't, I had a big goal I was going for and I didn't reach it. And I didn't even reach my backup goal. (laughs) Like I kind of have different levels of what I'm going for. And it can be easy, I think, to look at someone in a similar situation as you, who's maybe like they're going for it. They have the things you want and go like, well, why aren't I moving fast enough? Is there something wrong with me? Am I kidding myself? Um, and I think for me, I just recognize that it's totally normal to have these thoughts and it also doesn't mean anything and I'm just going to keep going. Um, so I don't know, like I feel, I guess I feel the self-doubt, but I don't let myself indulge in it. And I just go, okay, like keep going. (laughs) Like don't never lower the target, like just keep going. But, and you can feel like kind of foolish sometimes going for a goal and it doesn't happen. But I, I really believe that our desires are put in our heart for a reason. Like I have a vision for myself and my business and my finances or whatever. And I have that, I have that for a reason. I'm not meant to give up on it. So I just, I just know that the people who are succeeding, it's not because they don't have self-doubt. It's just because they keep going anyways. So I just take on that mindset. I'm like, okay, if no- self-doubt is normal, it's normal for me to feel, feel this way. And this is just an opportunity for me to take my power back. So like, okay, let's reset. Like I didn't reach my goal, but like, and <laughs> there's nothing wrong with me really. And truly I, I'm, we're all perfect just the way we are, but like, how mm. can I do things differently? What can I learn? What can I change? Um, and I just kind of reassess and keep going. I'm either up or I'm getting up. I just, I don't stay down, you know? Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's so good. And I feel like it's like, also there's a divine like plan. There's a divine timing. And sometimes it, we can join the dots afterwards. Right. And in the moment yeah. it's hard to see, yeah. it's hard to see that, but afterwards you're just like, Oh, there was that reason or I needed to learn that lesson or that opportunity need to come about for me to see things differently or whatever it is. And don't you feel like, like, you know, I'm in my thirties now. And it's like, I've had this experience enough times where everything has worked out perfectly, even if it hasn't, or even if it it happened years later than I wanted it to, that I can just kind of trust that if I keep growing and going, things are going to work out for me. It might not happen in the timeline I expected it to, but it can also, things also happen way sooner all of a sudden as well. So I am just, I very much do trust the timing. I love what you said. And I think you just, that comes with experience, right? You're just like, okay. The universe has got this. So I'm just going to go with what they've got planned. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of comforting. It's like, you're not actually doing this alone. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's really awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Sophie. And can you let us know, like, is there an area of your life that you're trying to improve in at the moment? Yeah, actually I am. I'm, I'm really trying to improve on my connection with others. Um, I can get very work obsessive. And, you know, when you add a baby to the mix, you're kind of like, there's work and baby, that's all there's time for. But 
and it's really easy to get in the mode of, I have no time for phone calls or for meeting up with friends even, or anything else. But I just know I don't want to live that way. And I really want to be giving of my time and attention. And I'm, I'm really making time to like connect with friends and connect with people in my community and just be a lot more of a giver. I actually just recently read this book called the go giver, which is really awesome. It's kind of like a personal development book, but it's fiction. And I, I love the way they taught lessons. And a huge part of that was like just connecting with others and yeah, that's something I'm really working on right now. So that's kind of my focus for the month is like be giving of my time to others and not make it so much about like my goals and my next thing. Like I'm just, that's really what I'm working on right now. That's beautiful. I love that. And, and so what would you say is like a recent, your recent fierce female moment. So like a moment where you felt super proud to be yourself. You know what? I, I honestly, like, I just wake up sometimes and I'm definitely, you know, I definitely am sometimes in a place where I'm not where I thought I would be when I thought I would be there or whatever. But sometimes I just like wake up and take it all in. And I used to think I needed to be on like a bestsellers list or an expert in Cosmo or have a seven figure launch or something before I'd feel successful. But Mm. now I just wake up and I'm all warm in my bed and I just feel kind of like a tea bag basking in the hot water infusing (laughs) my life. And I'm just like, wow, I love my husband. I love my baby. I love the career I'm building. I love my home. Like things are getting better and better. I'm always growing. Like I really built this beautiful life, like with intention and I didn't start here. It didn't happen by accident and I'm just getting started. And like, when I just look around and really appreciate my life right now, I, I do feel really proud of myself because I wasn't always here. Like I would have, I was I'm like, I was just dreaming about having a bit more freedom or leaving my nine to five a few years ago. And yeah, it's just like, I just see more and more as I get older, it's like the simple things that I'm really proud of. And I'm really proud of what I've created. And it might not be like, you know, I might not be on a bestsellers list or like on Oprah or something, but I really like, I really like the life I've created and I'm proud of myself for it. Oh, that is so beautiful. You've literally given me shivers. That is so, so gorgeous. And I'm so glad that we ended the episode on that note. So thank you so much for sharing your heart and all of your knowledge and your wisdom. I feel like so many things you said, Sophie, were like quotable. Like I'm like, there's a quote, there's a quote, like keep growing and going like <laughs> so good. I love it all. Thank you so much for being here. And I love, I would love if you could just pimp yourself out and tell us where we could find you. Yeah, totally. So you can find me. I feel like the best place to find me right now is just on Instagram. So it's yep. Sophie Von M S O F I E V O N and M like N as in Nancy M as in monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at that alphabet, but that's where I am. And, uh, that's where you can find me. I I'm kind of reigniting my newsletter list and it's going to be all about like how to reset your beauty, like reset your beautiful life. It's called the beauty reset method. And I'm going to have reigniting that soon. So you can find details for that on my Instagram and yeah, that's where you can connect with me. And I can't wait to connect with you guys. Amazing. And you guys have to follow Sophie. Like I have been following you for years and I just love all the content that you share and all the things that you're about. So yeah, have to check her out. Uh, thanks Estelle. I love following you too. And I'm just so happy to be on here. Thanks so much. Thank you. See you gorgeous. Bye.
If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.